welcome to Paradox Jukebox, an unconventional podcast for the unconventional music lover. Brought to you by Music on the Move Studios, a woman-led company working to help musicians move their careers forward through education and live events. I'm your host, Katie Thompson. So glad that you're with me today because my friend Evie Ivy is on the show. She is a pop rock artist from Nashville, Tennessee, and she is one hell of a performer, y'all. I love getting to watch her on stage, and I just love listening to her music. A lot of her music is on my iPhone uh, in all of the different playlists that I have for myself, workout playlists and chill playlists, all that kind of stuff. But what Hannah, or Evie Ivy, uh, what Hannah's going to talk about today is being a mom in music, what it's like to be a rock artist in the music scene, and she's also going to talk a lot about music on the move and how she's kind of been along for the ride since the inception, because she and our founder, Aaron McClendon, have been friends for years and years and years. And so Hannah's going to talk a little bit about, you know, our growth and what she's seen us go through. So I'm really excited for this particular episode. I hope you enjoy it as much as I did. So please sit back and relax. This is Rhythm by Evie Ivy. I'm touched by the sorrow I see in you. So much I want to reach out and deal your Do you? Welcome, everybody, to Paradox Jukebox. I am your host, Katie Thompson, and with me today, I have Evie Ivy. How are you, friend? Oh, I am good. <laughs> I'm good, as, as good as a mom of three under three can be. <laughs> oh, God bless. You are my hero. <laughs> I love that, but it definitely was not planned to be that way, but uh, um a nice surprise, I guess. <laughs> yeah. So uh, you just had a son. Yes, he's five months old. And tell everybody his name because it's the coolest name ever. <laughs> his name is Falcon. Um, <laughs> it took us a long time to like find a name that we both could agree on. We had so many that each of us liked, and we really wanted something unique. And everything my husband loved, I hated. Everything he loved, I <laughs> You know, it was just, so we finally settled on that, and it's, um, there's kind of an inside joke from a toast at our wedding reception um, that 
led us to that name. So we, we credit a good friend of my husband's for the name. So that's awesome. Yeah. Well, I know when, when Aaron and I, um, you know, learned of, of Falcon's name, the both of us were like, Oh my God, they are so cool. (laughs) (laughs) We were just like, yeah, this, this is why Hannah is just the coolest mom in the world. And, you know, I haven't met your husband, but I mean, he married you, so he must be pretty cool too. Well, my goal was, you know, the name Hannah, I've always appreciated my name, which is, um, you know, just my given name and I love it, but I felt like as an artist, I had to do something a little different that wasn't so um, run of the mill, if you will. And so I kind of, with our kids, I was like, I just want to go ahead and give them names that they don't have to change if they ever decide to go into any kind of music or artistry. And um, so we, we tried to be cool. (laughs) I think you succeeded for sure. So, okay. So talk about, you know, what it's like to be a mom of three and still try to balance a music career. I mean, how, how difficult has that been for you? I mean, it's difficult, you know, it's, it's one of those things where, you know, just as of today, we had planned to do this interview 30 minutes before we started, but kids being kids, you, you really just, I have learned more than ever in my life, how to finally just be flexible and go with the flow. Because as soon as you plan something, somebody wakes up, somebody is hungry, somebody just wants you to play with them. And so there are, um, there's a lot of just finding, finding ways to be productive in the hours that they're asleep while also still getting sleep yourself. There's a delicate balance there. So, yeah, I am not a mom, but I can't imagine how how crazy your schedule must be and the lack of sleep alone. Oh, (laughs) we're at least we're crossing into the um, the land of getting a little more sleep Um, as long as as Falcon doesn't go through any crazy sleep progressions. But um, we're getting there. And, you know, it took me it took me a while after I have twin daughters that are two and a half and it took me a good year really um, after they were born before I really felt like I could find some kind of schedule that worked where I could truly set aside um, a dedicated time to work on music, um, but also still feel like I was giving them all the attention that they needed and that they um, weren't lacking and getting anything from me by me taking that time to do music for me and for myself. Sure. But, you know, also recently I had a conversation with someone who said, you shouldn't give up your dreams for your children because at the end of the day, they are the ones that you're doing this for because when they see you going after these goals, they're going to be so proud of you. And I was like, that is, it was such a mind blowing way to look at it because for so long I was just beating myself up thinking I am not doing enough for my kids. I need to just like give up my dreams and just focus on theirs. And he was like, they're not going to learn how to dream for themselves by seeing you give up on your dreams. So that was, that was pretty mind blowing for me. And I've um, uh, been trying to keep that in mind on the stressful times of, um, of those moments of feeling like, ah, oh, I just feel like I should just give up, you know, yeah. <laughs> those are frequent, um, thoughts. 
just to, I mean, I think those are frequent thoughts for anyone in the music industry because it's just such a an uphill battle um, of just, you know, you can put so much work into it and be so talented and still really not many people know your name. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, it depends on what you're trying to get out of it. I agree. And, and I, I'm so glad that your friend gave you that advice about, you know, still pursuing your passions and your dreams so that you're setting an example for your children so that they can see as they grow that, you know, you didn't give up on the things that you wanted, you know, just because you had them. I mean, and I think a lot of parents tend to do that. They they tend to put aside their, their wants and needs for their children, which is admirable. It's, it's a, you know, that's a wonderful thing. But I also think that it takes a very strong individual to, to balance both. And I feel that you're doing a really great job. I mean, you just, you just slayed everybody at the last music on the move showcase girl. Like you were on freaking fire. I I think you over, overly compliment me but thank you (laughs) well I don't and I know Aaron definitely is going to agree with me on this so (laughs) it's two against one you lose (laughs) (laughs) well we're the opponents to lose to so Uh, I mean I, I give Aaron so much credit but really if it hadn't been for her I don't think I think I could have so easily fallen into the place of just saying, you know what, I'm just going to be a mom and I'm going to be the best mom I can be. But if it hadn't been for her being like, you should come play this showcase and, and, and not letting me give up on it. I mean, she's been my cheerleader and I am so grateful for her, um, for doing that for me. I don't even know that she realizes how huge of a part she's played in me continuing to do music. I know that's going to mean the world to her to hear that. So I will make sure that she listens to this episode once we release it, because I think that'll mean the world to her. But I'm also very glad in the same right that she encouraged you to continue to perform on these showcases, because uh, it's just I, I can't imagine you not being a musician and not putting your art out there, because every time that I watch you sing, I'm enthralled. You just, you have such a presence and you're so captivating. And, and truthfully, this is not just because we're friends. All right. I, I love you as a human, but I will never forget the first time that I played the music on the move showcase with you at the exit in. And I was like, this chick's music, I could play all damn day. <laughs> all of my uh, angry music I used to write. Yes. <laughs> Yes, I love angry music. It helps me feel the feels. I do too. It does. And it's just, it's one of those things like, even when when you're not angry, it just feels good to like, it's like when you're getting ready to work out or something, you just do one of those big like, ah, kind of things. Yeah, you're pumped. (laughs) And I, you know, it's good music to work out to. So it is. Yes, 100%. (laughs) Absolutely. Uh, so I think we need to talk a little bit about, you know, your unique position as kind of like this, this pop rock artist in Nashville, Tennessee, of all places, which is more known for country music, but Nashville's got a pretty cool rock scene. And, and I feel like there's, you know, not, not enough people know about it. I mean, you and I did that one showcase, um, 
oh, I forget where it was at, but, um, you know, and it was literally nothing but like pop alternative and, and rock musicians. So can you talk a little bit about what it's, what it's been like for you to be a rock musician in, you know, a predominantly country music scene? I think the hardest part of that has been in trying to connect with other songwriters. Um, you know, cause the writing for country, um, can be so different as far as lyrically and even instrumentation. Um, so a lot of times it's being able to find people of like minds um, can be hard sometimes. And it's really exciting when you find someone who is maybe predominantly country, but also gets you and can write in your space too. Yeah. Um, so, but, you know, there's just so much. I feel like country music is such a storyteller's wheelhouse and they have so much wit to their songs like they come up with all these clever little twists of words and just cute cool stuff you know and um I mean obviously country music's evolved a lot too when I I still when I think of country music like man 90s country that was that was the stuff (laughs) yeah I loved 90s country but I didn't even fully appreciate it until years later um I've always been a little bit of a late bloomer when it comes to finding and appreciating certain types of music um but it's you know it's sometimes it's hard to get a gig because I feel like a lot of the singer-songwriter nights really are you know people are listening for those more country driven type of stories and lyrics. And it's not um, always the, the showcase that's going to feature who um, people who are talking about, you know, really hard emotions and really dark places that they've been in, you know, whereas mm-hmm. country music is pretty positive on the, the overhaul of it. I think um, a lot of what I write is, and it's usually about some hard stuff. And um, there was uh, recently I heard of a group that's called Sad Girl Music and a group of girls who like tried, you know, are just trying to connect that community of people who aren't your pretty pop, easygoing, happy-go-lucky musicians, you know, yeah. at least. Right. And so um, it's, it's really about finding those little niches. And, and sometimes it takes a minute. And you have to really seek it out, but it's not, it's just not as in your face and prevalent, but it's there, mm-hmm. uh, which is really cool. Absolutely. Well, and I think, you know, once you start to find, you know, more of those like-minded artists, like for example, I thought the pairing of your music and Mary Jennings music on that showcase was perfect. I love Mary Jennings. It's so funny because Lauren Horrible, one of the Hellcats, ever since like I, I first started kind of talking to her, she was like, you and Mary Jennings, y'all have got to write together. You guys, I need to hear music that y'all have done together. Yes. <laughs> so, have something in the works scheduling wise, but she is a mom too. So scheduling around nap times and babysitter times can be a little tricky, but we, we do, we are working on that and hopefully we'll have something in the calendar uh, by the end of this one. Oh, thank <laughs> God. I, Oh my gosh, she is mind blowing, yes. and I cannot wait to hear her new album um, that is coming out um, soon, really soon. Yes, so, very soon. She just released Matriarch actually not too long ago. Oh, it is released. I don't know why I thought maybe just, it's that her release show is soon. So right, um, I think it was just Matriarch that she released. I don't think she's released the whole thing yet. 
I think it was just that single. Oh, I'm so excited for it. That's going to be so good. Well, I'm excited. Like, thank God for Lauren Horrible and encouraging the two of you to to get together (laughs) because that is brilliance. And I'm so here for it. And if you ever need somebody to back you up on stage, please let me know because I would (laughs) die to be on this stage with the two of you at the same time. Oh, my my God. Obviously, you're one of our first choices to call that you and Lauren y'all are just amazing people oh. well you just so, here's what I here's one of the things that has just really warmed my heart about the whole music on the move movement is everyone there even though we're all you know we're trying to do something with ourselves and our careers but when we're there playing together there it is not a dog-eat-dog world there it is truly a place of women encouraging other women and we're like leaning on each other and we're encouraging each other and we're building each other up and we're not just like climbing each other's ladders so um that was a song I told Lauren I was like I really want to lighter write a song about like you know I used to be a ladder climber until the ladder climbed me because I feel like (laughs) you know if you haven't been there and it, Nashville can be that way. I, you know, I really find that within the country realm, it seems like a lot of the people it's like, I'll be your friend and write with you so that I can get to the other people that, you know, but once I've used up your resources then I don't really have time to do anymore. And that's not how it's been with music on the move. And I'm so grateful for that. It has just been, cause I, that was another thing that almost made me give up on music. Cause I kind of, you know, have, have, been hurt by people that I thought were my friends you know and I thought oh we've got this great thing going on but then it was like oh we got what we needed from you you're gone <laughs> it was oh. just like <laughs> stabbed in the heart but it's um, awful but I think too like it's also just a reality check it it, it is a business you talk about music business it is there is a business side to it it's not just the artsy songwriting side so well that is incredibly encouraging to hear and I'm so glad that you know you have felt that kind of sense of community with music on the move because that is what Erin is that that's why she started this in the first place you know back in the days of it being at exit in she was sick and tired of women not supporting other women and just cutting each other down and like you said using each other's resources and then just kind of discarding each other she's she was over it and um at this point I think we we're in such a good place not just with the showcase but with the lessons the webinars that we're doing and now we have the podcast I mean we're really trying as hard as we can to build each other up in you know country music's home base of Nashville which right now I mean and and it's been this way for years they're just they're not playing women in country on the radio which is bullshit and the the thing is is like how much more can we sustain this kind of trajectory until literally like the entire bottom just falls out so that's why Aaron and I are just so passionate about creating this space for for all of these female artists who deserve to have a voice and deserve to have their music out there and you know and you are such a huge part of it I mean you've you've been with with music on the move since she started it you know yeah it's been really cool to watch it progress and grow and evolve and and on it I mean 
the showcases I don't perform in, I come to because I am always finding a new group that I'm fangirling out about, you know? <laughs> yeah. So I, it's just, I'm so grateful to find out about new artists and you, you kind of get in a rut sometimes and you're like, oh, I've been listening to the same thing for 10 years now. I should find somebody new. <laughs> and so I have really enjoyed like hearing all of these other people who are so dang talented. Um, and I'm so grateful that you guys are providing a platform for some of these people to put themselves out there and put their music out there in ways that they may not be able to otherwise. Yeah. Well, I, and I have to tell you, it's just, it's, it's been a pleasure. I, I can't, I can't even begin to tell you how excited I am that I get to, you know, we get to feature everybody on the showcase and then I get to bring them on the podcast and we get to dive in their music and talk about all of the cool stuff that they're doing. And it's just, it's just been fantastic. I mean, I'm so busy and I love it. Like I'm, I'm <laughs> working my ass off, but I'm here for it. I'm so ready for, for, you know, more to come down the road. So it's just, it's wonderful to get to, you know, to speak to people like you who have been watching us, you know, since the, the inception and, you know, and where we are now. And, you know, the cool thing is, is like, we haven't even, you know, really touched the tip of the iceberg. Like Aaron and I have so many more plans that are in the works and it's, it's going to continue to grow and we're going to continue to build this community and just lift each other up because that's what we really need right now. I love it. And I just, I want you guys to know, and I'm saying this on a podcast so you guys can hold me accountable for it. <laughs> I here for you guys. I mean, yes, I'm busy. I have a lot of mommy stuff and duties, but I'm so behind your vision and your dream for this. Like, please, let me let me help in any way that I can, because I want to be a part of that community. I don't want to lose that sense of connection with such wonderful women. And so, you know, what little bit I've gotten to be a part of so far, I'm like, give me more. <laughs> so. Well, and I I think, too, I think, you know, I, I hope that you see I hope that you see in yourself what Aaron and I definitely see in you as an artist and as a person. I mean, your music is, in my opinion, I feel that it's transcendent. I will never forget the first, uh, the first showcase we did after after everything was said and done, and I and I got those two CDs from you. My first thing that I did is I actually drove back to Ohio because I had another show, and the first thing I did was I went to my sister and I said, "You have got to listen to this woman. She's going to rock your fucking world." <laughs> and literally like the next day she Leslie comes back to me she goes who is this chick I said her name is Evie Ivy and she is the bomb <laughs> and like we just we just kept pouring over your music and we just love it so much and you know and you're a powerhouse vocalist and you just like I, like I said before, you're captivating. And so when Leslie got to actually see you perform this last showcase, she goes, holy shit, everything you said was so true. I said, I, I would not lie to you at all, you know? <laughs> and so, you know, and, and then you started playing Chisel, which is one of my favorite songs. And I was just like the a whole time I'm like over by the like the merch table and I am like rocking out. People are staring at me like, you know, giving me faces and I didn't give a shit because I was just I was there with you like you took me to a whole place. 
No, but I, I, you know what? And I knew you were doing that and I could feel it on stage and I could hear it. And that meant so much to help me get through that first song <laughs> over those like initial jitters. So thank you for doing that. Oh, it, it was my pleasure. I like, I honestly, like, I, w- I will be your fangirl that's, like, up at the front of the stage, like, you know, singing and crying and, like, you know, pumping my fist. Like, anytime you need me to be your cheerleader, I am so freaking there. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. Come on, baby, let show you a different And, and hopefully Chisel will be out for the rest of the world to hear soon. Um, I, we, I know we were talking a little bit before we press record, but, um, but yeah, that's definitely been one of those songs that, man, I've just been sitting on it because something didn't feel quite right, even though I wrote it and I loved it and I had the track and I was like, this is awesome. But I just, I was telling you earlier, I had to come to this place of like really finally being vulnerable and recognizing like I wrote a song that I can't sing. (laughs) It's just too high. Or at least I couldn't sing it consistently in a controlled fashion. And so I never knew if the notes were going to come out or not. And finally I've you know after years and years of searching and it's it's been you know and I I told I finally found a vocal coach who gets me and I feel like I get them and I understand what they're saying it was like finding that person who could speak my language and you know I told him I was like I just wish I could have been vulnerable enough to listen to somebody years ago to teach me some of these things that I thought I was that I thought I knew but I didn't and Um, And he was like, yeah, but you know what? You wouldn't be who you are and where you are if you hadn't had that journey. He said, and all of those steps led to you getting to this point. And so um, just so grateful for that. And so hopefully now that I'm feeling a lot more confident and comfortable in uh, being able to sing one of the hardest songs I've ever written, um, that will hopefully be on the docket for a release soon. Well, I got to tell you, girl, like that is that is a beautiful thing to come to that to that point where you're like, you know what? I've written this song and I love it the way that I've written it, but, you know, I'm struggling to hit these notes. So what is the next step? And you you decided to go and get a vocal coach and, you know, push your voice to the next step. And that is that's hard for people because it's admitting that. A, we don't know everything that we think we do. And then B, opening ourselves up to constructive criticism, which always, you know, really isn't the easiest, you know, especially oh, to, 
hurts. <laughs> right. It can hurt. It's, like, you know. Before I was a kid that, like, I pretty much could do any anything that I actually wanted to do. I pretty much could pick it up and do it. And so when I would hit these roadblocks of something that I that didn't just come naturally and easy to me, um, I gave up. Instead of working hard to get to what I wanted to be able to do, I just gave up. And it's taken me so long to finally find some tenacity to just be like, I'm not going to give up. I'm going to like push through this wall that's there and just get through it and get to that next spot. I think motherhood's taught me a little bit of that too. Just you have to be vulnerable as a mom. And and as a mom, it's like nobody really knows what the fuck they're doing. You know? <laughs> They just like hand you this baby and send you home with it, and you're like, I, okay. <laughs> in, well, in my case, two babies the first time. So, um, you know, you just you have to be willing to to recognize that it's okay to ask for help. So, you know, in the beginning with them, when I wasn't getting any sleep, and I just remember one morning I'd had a meltdown and I was crying in the bathroom because they were crying and I couldn't figure out what was going on or how to make it stop and we were all so tired and my husband came down and was like um I don't think you're okay I think we need to figure something out and you know and so we got help we got people to come in and help so that I could get some sleep and it just it was getting to that point of being willing to ask for help and to trust other people to come in and do something that you've you've never let somebody else do before like watch our children yeah. <laughs> or somebody come in and teach me how to use my voice in a way I've never used it before or areas of my voice and think about it differently so it's just it's a it's a it's a neat perspective to have now I'm, I'm grateful to to be in, in that next part of that journey absolutely and I I have to commend you I think that is you know it takes a lot of strength to to number one, to try to push through all of that. I mean, you're, you know, you're working so hard to, to change things about your voice that, you know, you've, I mean, obviously you've been the one with your voice the longest. And so it's, it is a massive period of growth. And, and I, and I feel you, I mean, you know, just in the little bit of work that I've done with Erin, she has really helped shape the way that I approach my vocals now. And. Oh my God. It's about a powerhouse vocalist. She was warming up and I was like Ooh, let me warm up with you and we were like doing these blah, 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 kind of things and she I mean it was like my ears were reverberating in the room and she was hitting these like ridiculously high notes with so much power and I just like stopped and <laughs> I just listened to her doing warm-ups like vocal warm-ups <laughs> and was like yeah I'm just I'm gonna let you take it from here <laughs> <laughs> She's amazing. Absolutely amazing. Yeah. And she's, what's awesome is, is, and, and I've, you know, a lot in our rehearsals and stuff, like whenever I've played in the Hellcats, you know, I'll sing some backup here and there. And I love how she is like, she's direct, but she's not an asshole about it. So when she wants something, she'll be like, no, I, it needs to be here. But 
she's it's not coming from a place of you know maliciousness or anything like that it's just very matter of fact and very like you know this is the note you're singing here's where I want you to go let's get you to that point and I think that is just awesome because and and she'll do it for other artists and be like hey if you want backup vocals I think this is you know this is my suggestion this is where it should be and she always hits the mark 100% of the time yeah, which is nice because I tend to be the person that like apologizes all over myself instead of just directly asking what I need. And so I end up not getting what I want, <laughs> where at least she knows how to be like, no, this is what I want. And I'm like, well, if maybe you could, maybe next time, maybe, and maybe we could all think about, um, and I do this, you know, I like talk over myself and apologize all over the place when I just need to be like, hey, can you hit this note instead? <laughs> <laughs> That's so much more clear and easy to understand. Yeah. (laughs) Well, I think, you know, everybody, if, if, if everybody took just the time to observe Aaron and what she does as far as, you know, directing the Hellcats and uh, putting together the showcase, like she, she is the quintessential artist package. She knows what she wants. She knows how to get it and she's not afraid to ask for it. Yeah. hundred percent. I agree. I've learned so much from her in in the last year of working with her, not even just in lessons, but just, you know, building our business. I mean, she's, she's so driven and so focused and, um, you know, and there's a reason why so many people look to her, you know, to, to do this showcase and to, to facilitate everything. I mean, she, she really can do it all. She's superhuman. <laughs> yeah, I agree. hundred percent. Okay, so I I want to ask you this. Uh, I know that you know, obviously, with being a mom, your your time is very precious, and you know, there's there's a lot that you have to to juggle. So, in the in the coming months, as you start releasing more music, like I know you're gonna you're talking about releasing Chisel, but do you have more music on the back burner that I don't know about yet? <laughs> well, actually, two of the songs that I performed, the other two songs I performed at this last showcase, um, it's funny because I'd just been kind of sitting on them. And then when she asked me to perform, I was like, oh, what songs am I going to do? And I I don't know that I would have had them at my forefront of these are the ones I need to record. But after performing them and hearing them with the band, I'm pretty gung-ho about getting both of those recorded. So, um, yes. so those will definitely be... Um, in the works soon one of the uh, co-writers i had on one of the songs um, she actually just started producing for people um she's such an amazing singer songwriter herself like i adore this girl and she lives in spain she's from australia but then she moved here for a while um i think she attended belmont and then um moved to spain and she's just her name is her name is Cody Brims and she is phenomenal. Like if you do not know Cody Brims, look her up and it's Cody K O D E Y Brims B R I M S. I'm spelling it cuz I want to make sure you can find her and look her up because this girl is just I'm in such awe of her talent, Um, but she's just recently started producing some other stuff. And so um, I wrote the song um, Broken Army with her and Peyton Gilliland, another um, artist that I do a lot of writing with, um, who's doing a lot right now. She's really um, doing some cool stuff. So someone else you should definitely check out. 
but um, I was like, I really want you to produce that track for me, Cody. So nice. hopefully, hopefully we can do that um, across the seas from each other soon. So that's fantastic. Oh, I'm so stoked. I cannot wait. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yes. <laughs> That's exciting. I I'm so excited for you. And and how cool that you're that you're working with another female producer. Oh yeah, she's just. I feel honored that she even knows who I am. Like, she's <laughs> just she's just that talented. I'm, I just I get like I get those like fangirl out excited things going. On <laughs> oh, Cody and I are doing it right, you know. <laughs> So, but she actually performed, we met because of Erin, um, because Erin asked me to come out and do a songwriter night that she was hosting way back in the day before, uh, women on fire and music on the move. And Cody was one of the other performers. So look at that. Look at Erin being a big part of my life and all the connections I've made, you know, (laughs) that's so beautiful. (laughs) Well, and I think, you know, with this, with this next album that you're, you know, working on, or at least, you know, set of songs anyway, I, I really, really hope that you feel as confident about your music and yourself as, as we feel about you and your ability. Cause you know, you are, you are so sweet and you are just so very kindly spoken. And, and I know that, you know, it, it seems like sometimes, you know, the compliments might make you a little uncomfortable, but sweetheart, I got to tell you, you are worthy of every single compliment that comes your way. And the, I, I just can't wait for this new music that you're about to put out because I know it's going to be amazing. Thank you. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much, Katie. Of course, of course. So let me ask you this: Do you uh, do you have any other uh, shows booked in uh, in the Nashville area? You got anything else that's going on? I don't currently. I've actually been kind of investigating um, some options on how to get some more show. You know, with live music just now really starting to come back into play, um, it's it's interesting to see kind of what's going on and what, what is happening out in Nashville at least. And, and with my, you know, motherhood situation, it is hard to book shows necessarily out of town. So, um, so you're a little limited in Nashville, um, sometimes on that, but it's in the works. Well, I think, uh, I think we need to get a hold of Mary Jennings and maybe even Monty Mater and see if we can't put together a rock showcase somewhere for you girls. Oh, that'd be awesome. Oh, uh, yeah. yeah. Totally. I'm, I'm in for that. And then you and your sister can come back too because um, y'all were rocking it out the other night. <laughs> oh, my gosh. I, my friend Amanda, who's also a singer-songwriter, was there, and she, uh, she was like, I've never heard anyone put out that much power with their teeth closed while singing. <laughs> Cause I mean, it, she wasn't even really like, I feel like I have to open my mouth as wide as it will go whenever I'm hitting my big power notes. No, she was just like smiling through her teeth and it, she was like the whole room had her voice in it, you know, <laughs> dang, your sister can belt. I mean, belt. It yes. was, 
everything. And y'all songs are your set was so much fun and just and you know, she speaks so eloquently, but is so funny. <laughs> you know, I was so drawn to your set and it just like I can't wait to get to come see you guys again and Aww. see a full set of yours. Well, thank you. That means a lot. Yeah, Leslie, I I joke and I kid and I I tell her that she has mutant lungs, but it's really the truth, though. Like, the woman has a ridiculously loud set of pipes. And I think a lot of that just stemmed from her music theater days when she was in high school. And then, you know, she she did a little bit of performing um, in various bands. And she's always had that, like, rock powerhouse vocal you know since she was a teenager um but that's that's just awesome so thank you that that really means a lot and I know that when she listens to this episode she's gonna love it (laughs) (laughs) well your whole family I was just like I just wanted to like be enveloped by all of you because you're all just the coolest human beings and so warm and so friendly and so infectious with your laughs and um just your personalities are beautiful and and you're really lucky to have such a really cool family set like you do and I'm so grateful to get to meet everybody yes I I am very very lucky and and I have to I know I told you that you know my mom was like she kept looking at me through your whole set just like with her her jaw was on the floor (laughs) And and I would, I just mouth the words I told you so, <laughs> and she just she really enjoyed meeting you and and getting to you know talk to you for a moment. She just she absolutely loved your music, and that honestly, like I love my mother. She is picky as shit. So <laughs> like for her to like pay compliments, it it's a it's a deal for her. But I knew she was gonna love your music, so it. You know, and and I meant exactly what I said the other day in that text message. If there's an er- a time where you want to like take off and you want to go on a little vacation, you want to come up to Ohio, you can come and stay with Leslie, and we will just play some shows and have a fantastic time, and it'll be like the best little staycation ever. I think that sounds amazing. So, um, can I bring my kids and drop them off somewhere? No, I'm just kidding. She's got kids too, so it'd be fine. It'd be just fine. We'll just get two sitters that night, right? Perfect. (laughs) Well, and we're lucky. A lot of our, a lot of our friends are, you know, they have kids and they're, they're very into music. So whenever there's music going on, we actually try to involve the kids as much as possible. So. That's awesome. Yeah. That is awesome. I definitely want to instill that love of music in all of my kids. And, you know, my Nisley, she is just my little social butterfly and she stands up and she sings. It is the cutest and sweetest. She has no idea what any of the words are. She just, hi. (laughs) (laughs) So cute. And she's on pitch. She just doesn't know the words. Um, And I got one of those fun little microphone things. She loves playing with that and singing into it. Um, Iris is a little more quiet about it. Like I'll sit her at the the piano and this kid, like she's not, she doesn't know how to play the piano, but somehow the notes that she ends up hitting while she's just kind of playing on the keys, she's, you know, nicely gets over and is just like, bang, bang, bam, bam. Whereas Iris is just this really gentle thought out. And they actually sound like she truly is playing some kind of beautiful melody. Like it always sounds 
good. It doesn't just sound like banging. Um, so I'm, I'm excited to see, you know, if they develop any musicalities and or artistic skills. And, um, you know, I, I hope that I can help them pursue that and, and just give them all the encouragement that they would ever need so that they can pursue it to its fullest. Absolutely. Well, I think that's wonderful. And I, I love that they're, you know, they're already kind of, you know, getting into it, singing their own little things and, and stuff. <laughs> and I, I think it's wonderful that, you know, that you're just, you're the type of parent who is going to foster that love. I mean, you're a musician, so how could you not? But still, I mean, it's, it's important to have that support system and, you know, know that your parents are behind you and are just like, yeah, we're, we're going to figure it out. Let's, let's do this. I mean, that's, yeah. it's intrigual. And if music isn't their thing and it's something I don't understand and it's not my passion, that's okay to you. Like, you know, maybe it'll be an area that my husband's really good in because he is non-musical. And so I think he could appreciate more of the um, analytical side of things. Yeah. So. <laughs> well, that's great. That's awesome. Well, Friend, I cannot thank you enough for, for coming on to the podcast today and talking about your music and talking about being a mom in music and just, you know, and how how involved you've been so far in music on the move. And I know for sure that there will be more down the road. So just hang in with us and I know it's going to it's going to be an awesome ride. No, I'm sure of it. So sure. So, well, you're amazing. Thank you for, for thinking I'm interesting enough to, um, on your podcast. No, stop it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm just grateful. I was able to like, not go into full toddler speak and come out of that for a little bit. And that I didn't just start singing like Coco Melon or something. (laughs) (laughs) That is definitely the life right there. Well, that, my friends, was the wonderful Evie Ivy. You can check her out on Instagram, E-V-Y-I-V-Y, Evie Ivy. Uh, links will be in the show notes, by the way. And I hope you enjoyed her song, Rhythm. Links for that will also be in the show notes. Make sure that you are on the lookout for Chisel. It's going to be coming out soon. 
Thanks again to our wonderful co-founder, Aaron McClendon, for this fantastic theme song. Check us out at musiconthemovestudios.com. You can also check me out at katiethompsonmusic.com. Please be sure to leave me a review if you are on Apple Podcasts. Or if you'd like to reach out and let me know what you think about the podcast, you can email me. It is katie at musiconthemovestudios.com. Thanks so much, everybody. See you next time. Ba-la-da.